Today on the podcast, we are still considering the question, how to close the deal. In the previous recordings, let's say maybe three or four before now, we looked into whether, um, okay, well, in summary, we looked at the differences between simple and complex sales scenarios and the implications for how uh, we should approach the sale. And I hope I've been able to convince you guys so far for those of you who've been listening for a while, that if you are in a simple um, sales scenario, then it's okay to go around pushing your product and talking about the features and the benefits, and you will be just fine. But if you're dealing with much more complex sales scenario, scenarios like uh, those of us in the uh, wedding and the event space, uh, particularly the planners, uh, photographers, and uh, decor people, or maybe you sell insurance or some other commercial product or accounting or medical services, then you ought to take a much more consultative approach. If this is your first time listening to the podcast, I'd like to say um, thank you and welcome because you are listening to, in my own opinion, until I'm told to the contrary and someone shows me um, the facts, the figures, you're listening to what I think is Nigeria's most longest running business podcast because when we hit March in 2022 would have been doing this for about two years and I think we're over 250 episodes um, right now so I think this is the longest running business uh, podcast um, Nigerian business podcast so far the other people of course who are out there but uh, they only gave it a good run you know four episodes five ten twenty um, none have been going for as long as I have. I'm still keeping an eye out there. I'm still looking. And so if you do come across any um, good, valuable, interesting Nigerian business podcasts. So if you do, dear uh, gentle listener, please let me know. Um, send it to me. I'd like to have a listen because uh, by all means, I'd like to share um, as many good resources as possible and um, put them out there so that we can all grow we can all learn and we can all um, evolve anyway yeah so that's it that's the advertisement for those of you who are joining who are first time um, listeners so if you're a first time listener and all of this sounds like greek the whole thing about simple versus complex sales scenarios and product pushing versus being consultative then all you have to do is once you're done listening to this podcast just skip back to the menu scroll down Uh, Pay attention to the um, subject headings and you will find the relevant um, podcast episode that will delve into all of these things in much more detail. If you are interested in these series of conversations, then just uh, pay attention to the um, hashtag, um, the um, numerical sequence, you know, hashtag one, two, three, four, um, how to close the deals in dot, dot, dot. And um, you should be able to get pretty much up to speed on where we are today. So on the last episode, we looked at the differences between consultative versus um, product selling Um, and why it's important for those of us who are in complex sales scenarios to be much more consultative and we went over the idea of consultative selling being um, a question-based approach so you're not there to um, wow people with um, how beautiful your product or service is or how eloquent you are or how good-looking you are but you're there to ask questions because you're trying to get to the root of um, a problem that they have or a need or a vision that they're trying to achieve 
And it's only when you have asked all the relevant questions that you'll be able to tie in what it is that your product or your service does and how that helps them solve the problem or achieve that ideal need. So if you're the wedding decor person, for instance, you don't just come and say, I have the latest and the greatest Egyptian cotton. And that's what we're going to use um, for your drapings and your tables and everything else. Well, you need to ask them um, relevant questions to find out what their ideal vision for the wedding is. And um, if they want it to be classy and sophisticated and um, cosmopolitan and um, all that, it's only then that you can bring in um, all those things about uh, Egyptian cotton or Italian lace or um, whatever it is that you decor people use to seal the deal. So be consultative and ask the questions um, first. So that's the first um, half of the question on how to close um, the deal. So is closing, um, is closing a deal, is it different according to uh, what scenario that you're in? And I hope I've been able to convince you guys that, um, yes, there is a difference. So now the second half of the question, and that is what does closing mean? Because before you close the deal in real estate or in weddings or whatever it is that you do, you have to have a firm idea of what closing actually means. Now, in the training session for um, Kairos Real Estate, um, it became clear, and I was hoping that it would, or rather I was glad that um, people would get the distinction. Um, so it became clear that for members of the class, uh, the people there who had this whole like, this idea that closing means you're going in for the kill and you want them to make that huge deposit. So in um, real estate circles, of course, housing, land, real estate is expensive. So pretty much closing is when you ask them to pay that, you know, 40 million, you know, 400 million, whatever it is, that is the asking price. And there was a minority in the class who assumed that uh, closing isn't just the big ask at the end, but all the minor asks that you go through um, in the whole process from the beginning uh, to the end. Now, if you've been listening for any length of time, you'll remember that I have said when it comes to sales and improving your sales, that there is no such thing as a right or wrong answer. You only have the most appropriate answer and the least appropriate answer, depending on the context. So both answers, in a sense, are right. If you look at um, traditional um, sales theory, especially the work of Tom Hopkins, who also happens to be a real estate expert, or rather, his starting off point was in real estate. Um, so in traditional sales theory, we distinguish between one call closing and one time closing. It sounds similar, so let me go over it again. We distinguish between one call closing and one time closing. Now, the idea behind one time closing, that's the one that everybody knows. That's the big ask. Um, you know, for those of you who are guys who are listening to the podcast who are smooth with the ladies um you know the one time ask is that big will you marry me and then the one call closing is the smaller asks that you get all the commitments that you get at every single stage that lead up to the big close so those are the small things like um you know what's a nice girl like you doing in a place like this or what's your name or how often do you come here um do you study law or do you study accounting? Or, you know, the small questions. Anyway, so enough of the relationship thing. And let's situate that in a um, business context. So the one-time close would be you showing up and thinking that 
you are going to be able to get them to buy that house from you right now, even though this is the first time you're meeting them. And um, you're thinking that you're going to be able to get them to um, pay whatever it is that is your asking price to be their wedding photographer or their wedding planner. That is the one-time close, the big close. Now, the uh, one-call close... Um, Okay, the idea behind the one-call close is this, that before you get to the big ask, you're going to have to call on them multiple times. So sometimes um, you're going to go over to the house, sometimes you make a phone call, sometimes you'll send an email, other times it might be um, a WhatsApp message or an SMS. Now the idea is that at each call or at each interaction, you're going to have a small commitment or a small goalpost that you're trying to move them through. And the whole idea is that if you're able to make one um, significant small close after another, then the huge um, close should be um, pretty much a done deal if you've done your work um, properly. And so that is the way that I think we ought to um, look at it when it comes to closing, that you can either either be a one-time closer, that's the big ask, or a one-call closer. Now, this is what I'm going to um, say, not just from personal experience, but for some, uh, from some studies that have been put out there. One-time closing is a possibility, and there are people who do that, who show up, this is the first time, and they're going to walk away with a big check. Now, that is really hard, and you know, for that, you have to be really uh, polished, uh, what else, sophisticated. You know, some people even say you have to be a scammer or a hoodwinker. Um, you don't really care about folks. Uh, let's see, what else? It requires a whole, that's a different playing field and it's too much work. It's easier to be a one-call closer and to take things through one increment at a time. In fact, if you read some old um, sales literature uh, from, uh, what's his name? Neil Rackham, I think it was called Spin Selling. There's a book from the 70s or maybe the 80s. So Neil Rackham has this idea that um, successful salespeople are people who can tell the difference between continuations and advancements. Now, um, this is the difference. The continuation is what happens when you're with a uh, potential customer. You guys are getting along pretty well and... Um, you know, you guys like the same shows, you like the same this, the same that, you have the same political views, you went to the same school, and it looks like you guys are friends. Um, but at the end of the day, at each call or email or visit, you don't really make any progress. Now, this is uh, one of those situations that some of us in the wedding space are familiar with. You meet the bride and the groom, you guys seem to be getting along very well. You guys are best friends for some reason. They go with someone else. That's when you're stuck in um, lots of cycles of continuations. Because you guys are just continuing in love and being happy and everything, but you're not making any progress. Advancements, on the other hand, are when you meet every single time and you guys take some concrete steps um, towards um, the goal. So whether you guys get along personally um, very well or not, the idea with an advancement is that each time you meet, concrete steps are taken you guys leave the meeting or you leave the conversation having an idea of what the next step is going to be towards closing the sale 
So Neil Rackham has this idea that to be really good at sales, you need to realize that there's a difference between continuations and advancements, and you need to be making sure that you are advancing at every single um, step of the interaction. So for instance, those of us in the wedding space, especially those of us who are brave enough to do, um, what are they called, wedding shows and wedding expos, earlier in the podcast, uh, maybe you know in the first five or maybe ten episodes, you know, I spoke about my um, love for wedding shows, and I really think it's something that we all should get engaged in. Even if you don't close any deals, it's good practice um, interacting with um, customers um, one-on-one. So it's a good practice for learning how to talk to um, strangers in a business context. So if we show up if they show up to the booth and we have that conversation with them and, oh, you went to the same uni, we like the same movies, blah, 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 I'll call you next week, you call them next week, you guys have a good chat, you talk about Big Brother, you talk about everything, and then uh, after that 20-minute conversation, you call them again next week and it's the same old thing, you're stuck in that loop where, like, oh, this is a cool photographer, oh, this is a cool couple, but you guys are not making any concrete steps. Those are all continuations. Now, if you're going to have a mindset of um, taking things through advancements, it's going to be uh, they come over to the booth, you do the chat, you establish rapport, or you went to the same university, you know, all of that. You get all that nice stuff out of the way, but then um, you have at the back of your mind that uh, the next step is going to be um, trying to get them to come to uh, your studio or your office or you come over to their office so that you can start discussing specific ideas. So in that case, what you have then is an um, advancement because not only did you have um, uh, an idea of what the next step is supposed to be, you were able to get them to commit to that next step that, okay, you've come here, we've had such a good time, I think I have an okay idea of what it is that you guys are trying to achieve and I suspect that I should be able to help you um, achieve that if you guys select me to be your wedding planner. So how about you come over to my office on Tuesday at 9 a.m. or I come over to um, your office on Tuesday, you know, 1 p.m. at your lunch break, you know, um, whatever. Use your own verbiage, basically. So um, you make that proposal and um, that is something concrete and everybody has a clear idea that okay we all love each other and we seem to be getting along pretty well but the next step forward is going to be a meeting at your office or excuse me at my office so that we can start discussing specific concrete ideas about what we're going to achieve at your wedding and so that's pretty much the idea behind continuations and advancements and between one call closing and one time closing so you can see that in the latter scenario um, what we're doing is one call closings so at the wedding expo we have one idea um, one goal find out if these people are worth talking to if we're fit for each other and the next step is to line up the meeting so at the meeting you're going to have um, some more um, goals, you know, maybe get some more information and secure another meeting for a presentation. And then um, at the presentation, uh, by the time you're done, uh, I think the um, possible next step at that meeting could be um, to get an agreement in principle that we are all 
on the same page and that there are no objections and then on and on and on so you're moving things forward one step at a time and so in my own opinion this is the more effective or the more ideal way um, to close the deal or rather this is a much this is a better definition of closing that all of us should um, should adopt of course, if you're looking for a magic bullet, there are lots of uh, people over on Instagram and Twitter and uh, Google who will teach you those magic um, one-time closes. You know, save this to get people to um, close the deal and double your sales in double your sales by 500% in half the time and blah, blah, blah. So there are people out there who are selling um, magic formulas. And if that's what you're looking for, then by all means, um, stop listening to this podcast and run along to those people so you can get the uh, magic closing secret so that you can uh, triple your sales by 1,500% in two hours or whatever. But if you're not looking for that sort of thing, then let's take things uh, nice and slow. Let's take it easy. And what we're going to focus on is on one call closing. We're going to move things forward one step at a time. It's about making advancements, not uh, spinning around in one place and uh, not uh, not making any movements, just making um, continuations. So uh, with that, okay, I'll have to bring it to a close here because we're getting close to the 20-minute mark. Last two episodes have gone on um, a rather long and so, um, yeah, so that's it. Uh, those are the different perspectives on what closing means. So at the next recording, we will move on to um, how to figure out if you have a deal. After that, uh, we're going to look at um, CRM and how we can use that to advance the deal. Assuming that you guys are um, on the same page with me when it comes to continuations and um, advancements. And uh, then we'll answer the ultimate question of how do you close uh, the deal? And then uh, what else? Okay, we'll also look at some case scenarios that I went over with um, the folks at Kairos um, Real Estate. If you are new to the podcast, the material that we're going over right now is part of a session that I delivered with Kairos Real Estate, which is a real estate firm over here in Abuja. And they had me in to uh, speak with their sales team the sales um, executives, that's the people who handle face-to-face -face conversations and the people who uh, man the phones about how can they be, how uh, they could be much more effective in closing the deal in real estate. So thank you very much, guys, for listening to the Sales for the Nigerian Wedding Industry podcast. I'm your host, Abuja-based sales consultant and event media professional, Tavishima Ayede. Thank you very much for your time and attention. I'll catch you guys at the next recording.